Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer, his name is Andy Rossi, and this is the Evolution of Movies show. Andy, what are you drinking there? Oh, this is a nice, delicious Spindrift. Spindrift, what a refreshing drink and way (laughs) to kick the show off. You know, if you're a fan of Spindrift, you should let them know that they need to sponsor this show because we're giving out free advertising for them. Here on the show, send it our way. Spindrift, why don't you send us some free stuff already? Why don't yeah. you? <laughs> Very confrontational as a spokesperson. Yeah, I'm mean, being a little aggressive. Uh, well, I'm I'm crabby because if you're on the YouTube version, you can see my 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 camera's not working. I'm using the old laptop camera, so it looks all <laughs> grainy and unprofessional. Like a loser. <laughs> like a loser. <laughs> well. Andy, we got a fun episode, and of course, as always, something we started this season, we always bring on special guests, and this week is no different. I'm very excited to bring on our special guest this week, and it is none other than Santi. Santi, how are you, buddy? Doing fantastic. Just uh, getting settled with the change of climate in L.A. that was not expected. (laughs) <laughs> yeah la it's like it's funny it's, it's hot it's hot it's hot then it's cold and rainy and then that's just how it goes uh there's no fall here i'm from seattle where you get a good six months of fall before winter <laughs> starts yeah i'm from portland so i'm right on there with you I, i'm totally yeah. totally familiar with that it felt a little too familiar today yeah. see andy's from chicago so he's yeah. like there we should be have, ice everywhere <laughs> yeah we just had winter for a long time well uh Santi, thanks so much for being on. I know you're a busy person. And what what are some of the things you've uh, you've got cooking today? Uh, you're you you've been growing your social media platform lately, have you not? Yeah, no, I've just been working on branching out. Um, what I'm really trying to promote is just people understanding one another and uh, communicating. There's a lot of uh, opposites. You or I, a lot of less uh, working together. So I'm really trying to push people to uh, feel more comfortable in themselves look at some changes within themselves and then um, ideally maybe start branching out and spread that energy around. So that's really what I'm, all I'm trying to do. Very cool. It's always good to help understand one another and understand ourselves. And I think in this is a case, we got a movie today where someone understands someone else so well, they take over their life. Let's <laughs> talk about the movie. Great this transition. is the evolution of movies, by the way, this is the name of the show. We call it the evolution of movies because we we watch a movie and then we chat about it book club style, but we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched. So we started in 1980, went to 1981, 1982. Now we're all the way up to the year 2013, which still sounds Dang. like the future for some reason. Yeah, But it was back in a time when movie theaters had hits like American Hustle. Now you see me. And of course... After Earth, starring Ooh. the Smiths. <laughs> but <laughs> we aren't talking about any of those. We're talking about Identity Thief, a movie IMDb describes as mild-mannered businessman. Sandy Patterson travels from Denver to Florida to confront the deceptively harmless-looking woman who has been living it up after stealing Sandy's identity. Santi, had you seen this movie before, and what were your thoughts going into it this time around? I had seen it before. I love both of the actors, Jason Bateman and Melissa McCarthy. Uh, this time around, though, the uh, identity theft side of it hit a little bit more. <laughs> Just thinking of the process, I was like, wow, this is a joke, but this is happening to people all the time. And so it made it, it, made it a little less uh, lighthearted in those moments. But then, of course, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy comes in and then Jason Bateman comes in and 
it completely dissolves all of that. It's like magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Andy, Melissa McCarthy was having a moment during this time in American and world history. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She was kind of everywhere and crushing mm -hmm. things. She's kind of like a little Adam Sandler run, we'll call it. Uh, yeah. What were your thoughts of this one? And, of course, that'll lead us right into, can you guess the Rotten Tomato score? Yeah, so this was written by Craig Mazin, who I listened to his uh, podcast script notes, which is awesome. I love the show. Uh, so I was really excited to watch this movie. And uh, <laughs> I don't think it was that great, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, I don't think critics did as well. Um, like Santi said, some great comedic people leading the movie, Melissa McCarthy and Bateman. So I expected like, you know, a little bit better quality movie. But it was fun to watch, um, but I don't think critics thought it was great either. So I'm gonna go. Hmm, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how low, but I'm gonna go. I'll go like 30, 38. How about thirty eight? Thirty eight would make it uh, on the lower end yeah, for sure. Nah, I think I that puts like it, it right around uh, Flash Gordon and Kroll levels. <laughs> Uh, now, where was Andy? Where was Jason Bateman at this point in his career? He, this was like post uh, Arrested, Arrested Development, Development, but pre movie run, right? Was this like one of his first yeah. movies? Pre Game Night, pre whatever that movie was at Ryan Reynolds, right? I yeah. think. Yeah, he yeah. was knocking it out pretty good too, though, around this time, I think. Yeah, he had a bunch. Uh, he also had Bad Words where he was the spelling contest. Yeah. I feel like I went too low on this one. I feel bad now, but I guess we'll see what happens. You want to? We well, you haven't, and you can you can change. We haven't locked. I can it edit. In. Okay, you haven't locked it in. Good to know. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go a little higher. I'll go 48. I feel a little bad. Okay. I feel like I went too low, but then I was really, you know, 48 I was being too mean. I think is obviously on the the bad side, but it's respectable. Now, Santi, the game is you have to decide whether or not you think the actual score is higher or lower than the 48? I think it's going to be a little bit higher. Um, I know that the critics are probably, as Andy said, had a little bit more high hopes <laughs> for it. But yeah. based with the, the performances by both Jason Bateman and McCarthy, probably a little bit, little bit higher. Just a little bit. A little bit higher than 48. You guys really believe in the, the tour de force performances from yeah. these two. Rotten Tomatoes has it sitting at 19%. Possibly. <laughs> I think it's the lowest score we've ever reviewed. Oh, my God. I don't That's know. Right. It beat Kroll. I went back and checked Kroll because I was like, oh. is this, I think this is, is the lowest. I think this is, is the lowest rated movie we've ever reviewed. <laughs> well. Wow. I think the Scorpion King has it beat. Oh, yeah. Scorpion is a... King is in the 40s. That's why I went to the 40s because I'm like, well, it's better than Scorpion King. But no, wow, I was, not. I should have did the opposite of what I did. I'm clearly out of touch with Rotten Tomatoes scoring, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> That's really low, though. That is, I think it is the lowest one we've ever done. Uh, yeah. So I remember when it uh, came out, I saw it and I thought it, it gave me a good giggle. I, I wasn't blown away, but I uh, giggled a little bit for it. So I was kind of excited to come back and see how it aged. And it aged. <laughs> <laughs> There's some age to it. Yeah. Got some smile lines now. 
but uh, let's talk about it. let's break it down before we break it down into all of its individual pieces uh, i always like to say thank you to everybody who is listening on spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or if you're watching on youtube or if you have it on youtube but you minimize it and you're listening on youtube that's oh. cool too hit the like button share comment subscribe everything that i ask you to do over and over and over again <laughs> on every single show just do it already why am yeah. i still asking you i like this specific though somebody that is minimizing youtube right now is like yeah. hey thanks yeah. man yeah yeah <laughs> if you if you're minimizing youtube and listening to it on a second screen you better hit the like button i'm talking <laughs> to you charles <laughs> so come on chuck let's get into this movie all right guys so we start and Sandy gets a call from the fraud department, but it's not the fraud department. It's a phony, a big phony. Now that she has Sandy's information, the phony heads to the bar acting as Sandy and buys everyone drinks and parties. She tries to swing from the chandelier and a total dick of a bartender tells her she has no friends. And then she gets arrested. Meanwhile, the real Sandy is celebrating his birthday with his family and his pregnant wife talks with him about not getting bonuses and being poor because he's in the financial industry. Uh, Santi, tell us about these characters and the world they live in. I mean, Sandy's definitely a lovable guy. He loves his family. But <laughs> it seemed a little silly that he would be coerced into giving his information as easily as he did being that he is in the financial industry that was kind yeah. of the first thing is like kind of just play along you're like okay whatever this is setting up the plot and then um oh my gosh wait what, what, what uh, uh most mccarthy's character uh i just i just i literally call her phony in this entire <laughs> rundown so okay for, well, well i mean yes diana <laughs> i think because she that's gives the, the closest... name, but you know that's not her real name. Yeah. So I just, I'm just going to call her a phony, a big phony. <laughs> the, then phony is just a hot mess, to be honest, just all over the place. If the movie came out a little bit later, I feel like they would have thrown in a wrecking ball from Miley Cyrus in that film. <laughs> and then the record would have just ended and it would have been over. But uh, she's definitely hustling, doing what she has, what she believes she has to do to survive. And so that's how she's justifying everything. But yeah, it's just a. Uh, yeah, every, everything starts with a, a pretty big bang with that, that bar scene, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Andy, it was one of those moments where you realize you you just have to take things as it is when, when he's on the phone with her. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll give you all my information. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, right away, they say, you know what? Don't ask questions. Just roll with it. Uh, yeah. I want to talk to you. I, I, this is a little funny thing that piqued me a little bit was how they're like, oh, poor poor sandy working in the financial industry yeah like, yeah i don't feel bad for you yeah or guy get out of here great job great kids great wife you yeah. know great suits yeah i did pop pretty hard though when she barfed on the breathalyzer oh yeah yeah that was a good one the, was, how, that... how, the how did i do <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> oh she yeah she comes in real hot i love melissa mccarthy just like her crazy hair and just like how fun would it be to be at a bar with melissa mccarthy just going all it reminded me of like you know old school like snl characters mm -hmm. like a chris farley you know uh something like that where he's just like crazy lunatic uh so i love that and i love pairing the two together like planes trains and automobiles or something from back in the day 
Um, it really felt like that for sure. Didn't it? Yeah, I thought so too. The the one thing I wanted to see if you guys noticed, did you notice they really tried to jam it down our throats that their Sandy uh, Sandy Patterson was Bateman? They say the name Sandy Patterson so many times. Even at his birthday, she says, happy birthday, Sandy Patterson. It just made me <laughs> laugh because all my oh. life, my wife has never come up to me and been like, happy birthday, Andy <laughs> Rossi. Like, that would just be so weird. That's true. That is super odd. And I love how every single person feels like they need to let him know that that's a girl's name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's so stupid. But was was Melissa McCarthy on SNL ever? She seems like Mm -hmm. she'd be perfect for that show. So so there was a like a not a reunion or was like a whatever annual whatever many decades it was. And she played a Chris Farley character. Yeah. yeah, One of her idols. So she, she, she wasn't one of the cast members, but she was there for that show to kind of reenact that whole era of chris farley yeah there was a very important story beat here though where the jerk bartender who by the way total jerk this yeah. she's, she's buying drinks for everyone he's getting taken care of they're having a great time party of the century and he's like <laughs> no one's your friend like i don't know yeah. why, i don't i don't know why he's such a jerk but that is the story beat there uh and santi i want to send this to you about how they're already telling us in the beginning that she doesn't have real friends mm-hmm. and just setting us up for that as the movie goes forward. Yeah. They're really trying to build some empathy for this character for sure. Cause she's doing all of these wild things, no regard for anybody else, but you kind of have to build some sort of um, emotion towards us. So I get it. But yeah, that, that was way uncalled for. <laughs> None of these people are your friends. Like, <laughs> who does that? Cause you like, this is a bar. I'm supposed to be having a good time. Everyone's excited. Like, no one likes you. Like, it took me back to like the schoolyard, like elementary school days or yeah. something. <laughs> like, did he like wait till you get the tip first, bartender, before you're a jerk? In any case, the the movie rolls on, and Sandy gets to work in his ivory tower, and he's presented in a way that makes him seem very good at his job. But his boss is getting a bonus, and Sandy is not. While writing the bonus checks, Sandy gets a call from a hair salon. What? But he has no time to deal with that. There's a walkout. He quits his job and he joins with the startup. Meanwhile, the phony is at the mall still buying stuff. And Sandy realizes that he has been identity thiefed. His bank is no help. (laughs) And he gets arrested because he missed a court date in Florida. But he's in Denver. Anyways, he finds out what's going on when they get to the phony's mugshot. And he eventually gets to head to work. But somehow his boss also has all of his personal information, like credit scores and payment details. No wonder he got his identity stolen. Who doesn't know this guy's (laughs) info? The cops stopped by Sandy's new job. And now his new job may already be his old job. But Sandy says, I'll get you the phony and I'll get her to confess. His (laughs) wife protests, but he won't be deterred. Uh, Andy, I have to ask you this question. If this happened to you, would your wife let you go on a road trip to bring the person to confess? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I'm still confused. And I even brought this up to my wife. We didn't watch it together. I just said, Hey, can you watch this one part? When Amanda <laughs> Pete straddles him to start talking to him seriously, it's like right in the beginning. I noticed that happens in movies in my life. That's never happened. And we're going, yeah. hey, Stephanie. And she like <laughs> straddles me. And then we talk. So here's the deal. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I just thought that was so 
such a weird <laughs> thing that I see that happens in other movies. But Amanda Peet was just way too understanding at this whole movie. Just just ridiculous. But um, speaking of like supporting characters, uh, we have um, uh, Harold and Kumar uh, mm-hmm. is got a supporting character. John Cho, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, but John Favreau so great as that dick boss i wrote it down he calls him he calls him cheese dick at one point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but he is so despicable but i love i wanted to see i wish we would have saw more favreau i wanted to see favreau like react to the circumstances later on i thought they'd bring him back but apparently they probably just had him for like a day or two and that was all they could get from him but i thought he did a great job yeah i would be okay with like a spinoff of him as this character because he if you didn't know him you would think that's how he was he, he was he actually nailed this role <laughs> yeah. um but Sante, yeah. i gotta ask you how would you uh, how would you rate the plan on a scale of one to ten <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're let me put this way. If, if if your friend comes up to you and is like hey i've been identity thiefed my plan is to drive to florida and get them to come back and confess. Because <laughs> I was like, this is the dumbest idea I've ever this heard. This is an life. identity thief that's like already doing something despicable and you're going to go get them. Yeah. W- w- one to 10. I'd be like, that, that, that plan's going in the trash. Like, you need to go in the garbage <laughs> right now. We need to, we need to brainstorm there. Like, just off of the top of your head, I'm sure there's, there's so many more, more options. It was, it was terrible, but <laughs> just, just had to set everything up. It was funny though, Santi, like looking back on it, one of the reasons I love this show is we go back and we go through the years and you can kind of see the times change uh, over the course of these movies. And it's so funny today, if fraud happened, you would call your bank, they'd cancel it, reverse the charge, it'd be a, a 10 minute phone call. But here, the bank, which I feel like it wasn't that long ago, I, I feel like no. banks were better about this even back then, but there was like, nope, on your own. <laughs> Even the guy that cut his card, I'm like, I've never heard of that. Like, you go to like a liquor that's store, like, and the guy's that's like, like an old. I think there's like an old, old yeah. thing. That didn't... Yeah, yeah, it's something they used to do back in the old, old days. Um, I say the old, old days, like the <laughs> in 80s. the 2013s, <laughs> in 20, 2005, <laughs> uh, back at the turn of the century. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was still. It was just funny though, Sandy. Just uh, I would love to get your input and your thoughts on how much time has changed since just less than 10 years ago like one he was writing checks for the bonuses he was uh of course the fraud department uh just kind of overall what it's like watching a movie like this where you you see like why doesn't he have an iphone to deal with this yeah yeah i question a lot of things if i remember what was the year that the movie came out i i want to say that 2013 the, the, so nine yes. years ago so the technology wow. was there. So it kind of, th- it did throw me off. Um, I, I feel like I went maybe 40 minutes away, went to a Trader Joe's that I don't normally go to. And I got a message that my card was denied because it didn't know it was me. So, I mean, yeah. just geographically, the bank has a, a much bigger handle on everything. Um, but yeah, as far as writing the checks, I mean, and everything's going direct deposit these days. Especially um, a wave runner in Florida. You live in Colorado. <laughs> like you would think... <laughs> Maybe, right. maybe like the first wave runner purchase, maybe let that go. But then, like after that, all the other crap she was buying, like you, what bank was he at? Yeah. They're just like, that oh, seems fine. Yeah, and again, uh, this is a guy in the financial industry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 
who I don't know exactly what his job is, but had a he, lot of room he, on those credit cards. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He bought, <laughs> he's gonna buy like it. wave runners on yeah. one credit, like multiples, and still doing all the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. It was um, like how you phrased it: the first wave runner. Right. <laughs> I'm guessing After there the, was more. The first one. <laughs> There's got to be more than one wave yeah. wave runner. Yeah, you need one uh, for your friend. <laughs> Solo course. wave runner. Lame. Yeah. Who wave runs by themselves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Sandy eventually finds the phony and follows her before she gets him to rear end her. But he exposes her plan, and they fight with the phony leaving Sandy in her totaled car. Sandy's wife calls to report that a debt collector is calling her like, no, duh, lady, get with the program. That's the entire reason he's on the trip. But it helps Sandy find the phony's address. Sandy goes to the phony's house and fool me twice. They fight again. When Sandy finally starts talking to the phony, two people come in guns blazing and Sandy and the phony are on the run. Sandy explains his plan to have the phony confess but says it will only be to his boss and that there will be no cops in prison. The guy from breaking bad says he wants Sandy <laughs> and the phony killed because the phony also stole the criminal's identity. Uh, Santi, you got to walk me through some of these fight scenes and just how <laughs> ridiculously physical they get. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, starting off on the side of the road when Sandy approaches the phony and he's, just thinking like, hey, we're going to talk this out. It'll be fine. I have this plan. And then the re- shot to the, the <laughs> neck. <laughs> the, the, right to the neck every single time. Just kind of sets everything off. And then she proceeds to badger him. Gets in his car. She doesn't leave the keys in her car. And then pushes him into the side rail. I was like, that. This this got out of hand. Like, like, like got a nice, Time to go back to Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then, and then at the house, the thing that got me that I felt was like was kind of downplayed. Doesn't he hit her with like a bat? Like it's it's like a long object to like get her to stop under. He like, oh yeah, that's what it was—a guitar. <laughs> I it, as as terrible as it is, it's like the Home Alone days. Like the the more intense it is, the more hilarious it looks on camera. You get the sound mm. of the guitar, but yeah, that was that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I think he throws a like a toaster at her, <laughs> yeah, he does. At her, at her head. Yes. Yes. She's oh my gosh. tough. As we see throughout the whole movie, she gets hit with a lot of stuff and she just keeps going. I will forever be a fan of just physical humor. I don't yeah. care. It, it's just, and I love because Sandy comes in strong, like, yeah, I caught you. I know who you are. So mm-hmm. game over. Yeah. She's like, bah! yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the throat punch was great. It was used several times in this movie, and I was thinking that's a good move. That would throw me off, that's for sure. But like, yeah, I... the, the the pain, the the not being able to breathe, and the, and the pure shock of like I just got throat punched. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Like what just happened? He I got would... a couple throat punches, Bateman. I would have given up so hard in that moment. I'd be like, you know what? I've I've definitely overstepped my bounds. I'll I change my name. You keep Sandy. Exactly. Exactly. I'd be done. Uh, Andy. Okay. I, I need you to maybe do a little bit of acting for me here. Um, I, I want you to put yourself in the shoes of Sandy. Yeah. And you just got punched in the throat. Mm-hmm. You just got almost ran off the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And your wife calls you and says, mm-hmm. did you know there are debt collectors reaching out to us right now? And you're in Sandy's shoes. That's why you left. 
That's the whole point you're there. Yeah. How do you respond to that phone call? Throw the phone out the window. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that part. I was so confused. I'm like, didn't he tell her all this? I, I was thinking throughout the, a lot of this movie that I was missing scenes or something. There was actually an unrated version on Amazon that I chose not to watch because it was 10 minutes longer. I wanted the shortened one. But uh, T.I. and that other the Latin gal yeah. that he's with, we never... I don't understand that at all. Like we don't, I don't even know what happens to them in the end. I think you take them out of this movie. The movie's fine. Like they're just, and Mike Ehrmantraut from Breaking Bad, like him too. Like, it's great that he's gotten his cameo in jail, but none of that really matters. Like I was kind of like, what is the point of this? But I do think what, like what Sante was saying, the part with the guitar and the toaster, that was probably my favorite part. I love like the three stooges type, you know, kind of stuff. So that was great. But yeah, some of that I was like, did I miss something? Why do we need TI? I don't know. I very oh, much think that was TI at like trying to get into movies. Cause I think during this time he was trying to get into a few movies, right? He had some good lines. He actually he did, did pretty uh, good. I thought he, he, he did. He did well. It was just his character didn't really have enough to go off of. He also did ATL around that time or a little prior to that where he had a much yeah. bigger role. But mm-hmm. I think this was him trying to branch off something. But just so you know, Andy, that that 10 minutes didn't provide anything. It, it provided no extra content. <laughs> you watched the unrated one. <laughs> well, it was There's just like the... this Oscar caliber performance uh, <laughs> by Melissa McCarthy. During this. <laughs> yeah, it must have been in the cut scenes because yeah, I didn't see it. It was, uh, but yeah, it was very, um, yeah, you could have definitely taken the Breaking Bad guy out 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I guess you didn't really need the well, other two. Because well, the- what it did, it binds them together. So it, it gets them to start working together sooner because you have like the bounty hunter, right? That comes a little bit later in the picture. They probably could have had him come sooner, but because there was these other two characters attacking them, it causes uh, Sandy and the phony, I think, to join in that moment where they just were fighting, the toaster was thrown, the guitar was hit, and then now they're getting shot at. So now they're, they're forced to work together. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they were the cops at first. And then too, yeah. when I saw the Breaking Bad guys, like, oh, they're not. But I thought they were impersonating cops. So I thought, oh, Sandy's going to try mm. to turn her into them, and that'll be the story. But no, that was I not mean, the story. I mean, uh, dumbest cops ever over in Colorado, how he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's not you. You know, it's like everything that could possibly be not him. He's in Colorado. Somebody's buying wave runners in Florida. He's like, but I gotta, gotta make sure. I'm like, you know, I'm like, come on, man. I'm glad you circled back to that because that was one of my favorite bits where he's like, you know what? We actually have a pretty high percentage of solving these. He's like, oh, so what, what's the percentage? Three to five percent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dead serious it's like oh that doesn't sound good at all no but it's actually probably a very realistic yeah realistic number. So, i like how they just send him down he's like i have this idea to go get her in florida it's like cops like okay yeah yeah, yeah it sure. kind of works they didn't send him with backup or yeah. any type of protection just like yeah yeah good luck man like I said, this, they, they at least set the tone early that you just got to roll with it. <laughs> just roll with it. Whatever they do, you just go, okay. We're yeah, I mean, that. I do like that it's called Identity Thief, and we're right. I mean, right when the movie starts, you're right in into it. So yeah. they did a good job getting you going. Uh, 
So uh, we had mentioned the bounty hunter, uh, and he comes up next. Uh, After the phony explains that they can't fly to Denver, they decide to drive, and it's a road trip movie. But Peacemaker's dad is called, and he's on the trail like he's the T-1000 going after John Connor. See what I did there? Uh, The two Sandys sing songs, and they grab a couple of soups before getting to a motel but not before the phony heads to the foxhole to pick up Big Chuck where they bring (laughs) Big Papa Huge Time over and he makes phony feel the thunder. Andy, walk us through through the sex scene. (laughs) It's a good one. Yeah, that was actually the second time my wife peeked in on the TV to see what I was watching. (laughs) He's like, what are you watching? Of course. The modern family guy just doing doing Melissa McCarthy part was great. He was big. Chuck was an awesome character. I really enjoyed him. And now he kind of broke down for a second, too. Um, Yeah, I thought that was a good scene. It wasn't very sexy, but, uh, you know, (laughs) nice and physical. I think they I'm both a, got what they were looking for. Andy, you're in dangerous waters. I'm about to start having you rate the sex scenes in these movies. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a, you know, B. Uh, so, <laughs> but you're right. I think that the guy from Modern Family, Big Chuck, was in these road trip movies, they meet characters along the way. And I think he is a perfect character you meet along the way mm. kind of character for a, a road trip. Uh, but I want to go back a little bit. Uh, Santi, I want you to. Uh, kind of walk us through this waitress and diner scene where they get a couple of soups and we see the phony tell a little story Ooh. about uh, Sandy Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> what, what got me about Sandy's character is he, he didn't even care. He wasn't trying to defend himself at all. I mean, she was totally making it out to be like he abused her, that they were together and he, he just didn't play into it at all. I was like, wow, like, that's a bold move by the phonies character, but for Sandy to just be like, no, I'm not even going to buy into this, not even address this at all. I mean, I would be, <laughs> I'd be freaking out to be honest. I'd be like, no, I, I didn't, I didn't know. but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the fact that they got a free suit because he didn't say anything by him, not saying anything, he kind of played into that character or it wasn't just soup. It was like a whole buffet, right? Yeah, she, she got, she, a, she got ribs, right? She, he, she got, he didn't want to spend money though. So he said, we're just getting soups. Mm-hmm. which is funny mm-hmm. to me for some reason but <laughs> i don't know i felt like you could yeah no that was that was an odd choice but yeah that uh that 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 threw me off it made me cringe a little bit just because <laughs> of, of how nonchalant he was about i'm sticking just the soups not gonna address that um another cameo there by the waitress that's uh aaron from the office yeah uh kimmy schmidt her name was Flo. i noticed on uh, her uh... name <laughs> nice uh she was great i love the little bit about her giving him the soup with her thumb in it uh, that was a- <laughs> oh yeah though that was a nice little touch um but I, andy this is something i know you've made movies and uh i love uh this was this is a funny thing i don't know if you noticed this but when they were at the bar at the foxhole and everyone's dancing i don't know if you noticed but the people who were there were literally from like all walks of life there was like a <laughs> old biker there was like a younger person that looked like they were about to go play basketball there was like nice like there's no continuity of what kind of bar that was supposed to be it was it was grab whatever wardrobe you want from the wardrobe track <laughs> I think it literally was i didn't notice that that's great i thought big chuck's uh wardrobe was awesome and i think he first starts 
talking to her, he says something about a milkshake. Do you want, do you like milkshakes? Yeah. 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 So weird. I love that. I like my favorite big Chuck moment was when he was using his belt, like an elephant trunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. It's like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, Masanti, we do get a, a very good uh, character moment here where the phony is about to run off, but then she sees Sandy's kids call and she gets that uh, gets that emotional feeling for whatever reason that keeps her there. We're seeing we are seeing a little bit of character development from the phony during all definitely, this. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think it also plays into how she talks about uh, going from not really having a place of her own, not even mm -hmm. knowing her own name. And then uh, she understands that even though she's trying to protect herself, uh, Sandy's a great guy. He's there for his kids. She always wanted that. There's many a times where she acts like she's flirting with him, but then other times I almost see her seeing him as more of like a, a cousin or, or even a father figure sometimes because he he's nurturing even when she does all of these acts to to make him hate her he still is like you're still a person i kind of get why you're doing these things it's not what i would do but uh i mean i, I get that so she, she comes back has has a moment and then um it, it, it's just funny how she she comes back she said she's like i went to go get some ice but she had like had her backpack on and stuff when she came back into the room so like no you were trying to leave for sure for sure <laughs> they did a good job of having her leave and come back though because it was like i was fooled i thought oh she's mm -hmm. realizing her ways so she's gonna you know not do that and then she not only <laughs> leaves but locks bateman in the uh room <laughs> with the belt and i'm like oh man she's mm -hmm. even worse than i thought but then yeah she comes back i loved the way he came barreling through that door <laughs> yeah. to get out that and how great. big chuck doesn't even stir <laughs> From it, he just stays face down. Because again, in this movie, you go, whatever, whatever, man. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, I think the part I laughed the most because I'm a child. But when she comes back, <laughs> it goes in the bed and then pulls the sheets, and you see his naked butt. <laughs> so stupid. It's so funny though. So they didn't need that, but somebody's like, "Hey, let's leave that in there." <laughs> it was appreciated. It was. Appreciated. <laughs> there is no, I wasn't the only one. no fruit hung too low for this movie, <laughs> uh, which was which is always great. So uh, while checking out of the motel, the skip tracer, as he calls himself, <laughs> takes the phony, and we get a car chase. After rolling the van, they steal it. The van eventually breaks down, so the duo go walking through the woods and camping out while fighting snakes. The phony eventually carries Sandy to a bus station where they decide to skip waiting and buy a car to drive the rest of the way. Meanwhile, the two henchmen meet Big Chuck and get to the bus station where they find the skip tracer. They shoot him and continue on after the two main characters. Uh, Santi, this car chase, we talk about the physical comedy. I don't remember, didn't remember seeing this, but this car chase yeah. was so much more physical than I <laughs> expected it to be. In this I was movie. thinking, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, I, I remember I watched this movie in the movie theater, and I was like, I, I do not remember this car chase at all. Uh, a lot of the other physical things too, it just tied in. I was like, wow, they've got uh, fights, car chases, like this movie's all over the place. But in that moment, I, I wasn't mad at it to be honest. It, it brought some excitement into it. Um, the the tracer that name's very ridiculous. By the way, I, I always forget that actor's name. 
You it's T one thousand. T one thousand. What was that? He, he had or a line that was dad. Peacemaker's <laughs> dad. What, what was the line he said when he left like the the salon at one point? I just have to bring this up. It was like you have a unforgettable face, and then he said yeah. something about like forget this one. I was like, that is that is intense. Like to somebody to have somebody. Leave. Oh, he's so intense. Yeah, <laughs> and and then the car chase I was like, okay, it's only suitable that with that intensity he would be willing to do everything. Um, including roll the crap out of his van. <laughs> Didn't he yell out to like Sandy's a girl's name during the chase? <laughs> yes. He's like, well, it's both. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how afterwards, I, I I never felt more like a Melissa McCarthy when afterwards she's like, you said you're my friend. And he's like, you're not my friend. Like you said, you have my friend in your van. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's- uh, but yeah, T-1000, he is, I'm kind of glad, I hope we get to see more of him in movies, because he is such a intimidating person, mm-hmm. and yeah, that scene in the, the salon, like, the whole time, like, what a tense, like, way to do things, and I like how he threatens without going over the top, like, she's like, I can't give you the information, I like how he just kind of pours the thing out and drops <laughs> it, is like, you know where this is going to go. Just give me the information. He does it so cool, too. Pours out the, what is that, barbicide, and then this has that Zippo lighter. I'm like, I could never pull that off in a million years. I'd yeah. probably cut my finger on the, the barbicide. My lighter wouldn't light. You'd, uh, you'd be like, oh, I spilled on myself. And you like jump back a little bit, and then like you try to light it, and it would Light myself light. on fire. Uh, but, uh, but this is where uh, Andy... Um, you you see a little bit more of them being like friends and I guess kind of working together. Uh, Andy, I got to tell you, I picked this movie. I picked I, this movie to review. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and it's funny, just so you know, I think if you were to take the lowest five movies we've watched, <laughs> they were all picked by yours truly, the lowest ranked Rotten Tomatoes. I picked this movie, Andy. I, you'll appreciate it. It's not, you'll actually appreciate this too. Because my beautiful girlfriend, Emerald Monzon, could not stop laughing at the spot when Melissa McCarthy was hitting him in the nuts with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> that scene is why we watched this movie. So, uh, Andy, walk us through the snake. The snake, the snake balls. Yeah. That was hilarious. I mean, all the physical humor is so funny. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm a child. I laugh at butt cheeks. I laugh at penis <laughs> penis stuff uh and they did a good job like we talked about planes trains and automobiles that movie's so funny but it has like a lot of heart to it and this was like you know obviously not as good as that movie but they they gave you like the physical funny humor and then you find out she carried him to that bus station so i thought that was nice how you had like the hilarious <laughs> that snake by the way uh, continuity wise, at least, it looked like a smaller snake that went into his uh, right. pants, and then it was around his neck. I'm like, is that an anaconda? It was like this huge Speaking snake. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> is that an anaconda? And then I saw the snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there was a. You're right. There was the heart, but it was also kind of funny. I was like, I just carried you half a mile. <laughs> like, jeez, no uh, big deal. She's so strong. She's like, <laughs> like a, I don't know, NFL fullback. He's like, where'd you get Hit these clothes? Things. He's like, oh, I got him off the dead hole. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. This shoes. Oh, someone died in these. <laughs> the <laughs> pants looked hilarious too. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. 
I like that he doesn't bring in the fat. Well, somebody lived in these as well, you know. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> side, to, side to everything. And then, so and then the snake bite was so clean. It was so clean. Like when yeah. he wakes up, like it, it looks really intense, and then it's just like the two circles. I mean, he's a little bit dirty, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that was wild. The pants, the pants look comfortable. I'm not gonna lie, they look comfy. Yeah. <laughs> they did look comfy. Uh, I do also like that we are seeing a little bit of a battle between the two racing to get the uh the main characters i think that's kind of a cool twist to it uh to your point earlier andy i don't think it mattered but it was a like, okay they're seeing who's gonna who's gonna win mm-hmm. uh let me ask you andy who would you rather chasing you the two or the guy because the guy's scarier but the other <laughs> one is two of them i would definitely take my chance with ti and the and the latin gal for yeah. sure t1 t1000 any uh, any movie he's in i'm just like he's the t1000 he's gonna kill me there's nothing i can do he's gonna turn into whatever that metal is the like, liquid uh, metal if i shoot him he's just gonna turn into like a metal thing yeah yeah i uh as a young lad i saw t- terminator 2 and i will never forget watching him run and being like that is the most terrifying thing i've ever seen yeah. in my life yeah i take my uh, chances on the other two so okay. Oh, I was gonna say, didn't he also look like he could have just gone from this set and walked right into like The Walking Dead? I couldn't help Absolutely. but think that the entire time. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Walking Dead like back. It looked like Walking Dead background for sure, uh, especially <laughs> at that bus stop. I'm like, what is this the worst bus stop ever? There's no one here. How's this guy have a job? That's what I was thinking too. Like, what is the bus stop for? What do they yeah. do there? Like, what bus comes every three days? Right. right? who am i what am i where am i going (laughs) yeah what a funny what a funny uh he's like well actually i'm their social media manager but the ticket guy's not here uh so our heroes are low on funds so sandy and the phony make a plan to rob from harold cornish they pretend to be harold and bully a poor employee and get harold's credit card info using the boss's money they get a fancy hotel and then uh uh, the phony gets laughed at uh, before getting a makeover and before truly bonding with each other over dinner. The phony confesses she never knew her name and tells her story of never having anyone before the police come in and arrest Sandy for fraud. But the henchmen are there and they get cut off by Peacemaker's dad. <laughs> the phony breaks out of the police car and gets hit by the T-1000's car, but ultimately escapes and all the bad guys get arrested, and Sandy realizes the phony just saved his life. Andy, I want to talk to you about T.I.'s acting. I thought he was actually pretty good. Yeah. My favorite bit from him was when he says, the trunk, yes! Yeah, so funny. Uh, yeah. I, you can't put me in a trunk. Click, I'm going to get in this trunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was great. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I, I thought T.I., just in general, I mean, he didn't have a role that would be a tour de force situation but like yeah. i thought he was good why aren't yeah. we seeing more ti in movies i don't know what you know about that <laughs> what you know about that <laughs> what you know about? that was good that was good nice, yeah nice. that was all like messy to me though like all the like they had the dinner it's nice like you have this nice makeover scene and then like then they the cops come and ti and the girl are there t1000s there like it's just this seems like a lot of stuff Melissa gets hit with a car and she's well, that was fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. But she got blasted. And <laughs> she just gets a I like what she says that she's like, it looked worse than it is, or something. Yeah. You just gotta get pretty, loose in the legs. <laughs> it looked pretty bad. It looked, it looked horrible. Bad. 
Yeah. And she does a throat punch, right? Right? Isn't that what she like? She wakes up from being hit by the car oh, and immediately yeah, and throat punches like, me. <laughs> the default. Always on her guard. It always works. It never not works. <laughs> like the whole time you're waiting for like one of these times she's going to do it and it's not going to work. It works every time. Yeah. The throat punch. Yeah. It's uh, funny each time too to me. Uh, so, uh, Santi, though, I want to talk to you about when uh, the phony opens up and she's like, hey, I've never had a um, never had a name, didn't have a family. I want you to put yourself in your shoes when you first watch this movie. Did you believe her? Because I thought she was a big phony. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think at that moment I did believe her. At least I wanted to to think, hey, well. She's been trying to build up all of this, all of this time, this kind of excuse to live the way, the life that she had. So I don't know. In that moment, I did want to believe her. So I, I guess I would say I did. But there was always that, that little thing in the back of your mind saying it could be, it could be all a hoax, just as everything else seemed to be. But there's, there'd been enough times in this movie where she would, it was kind of going up and low. Like she could have left. She came back to the hotel. She could have. Not carried Sandy half a mile, carried Sandy half a mile. Um, so it, you can kind of tell she was kind of looking out for him more, even when she banged the crap out of his nuts trying to. <laughs> <laughs> she was still ultimately trying to help him. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I agree with you too, because I think right before that, she shows her vulnerability because those people, which I'm glad they did what they did when those people are laughing at her at the spa. They could have just laughed and then that was it. Then she feels bad for herself. And then she says, help me. You know, I thought that was sweet because she's like realizing, yeah, maybe I can get some help from people. And then, you know, then she bears her soul to Bateman. I thought that was cool. But it was hilarious her doing a spray in the store. You don't think she's telling the truth still? I didn't. The 80s blowout. Okay, this is why I don't trust Budgie. You don't trust Budgie? This is why I don't. This is why I don't trust Budgie is because she was like, I never had a name. The first thing I say is like, yeah, but then what did people call you? They didn't call you nothing. They said, hey, phony, get over here, right? She, but what did they call you? I don't care what your paper said. Just what, said, what you hey, you. Say, like, tell me, tell me. I'd be so frustrated. I mean, I'm driving all over the country, getting shot at by T one thousands, and you can't even tell me the name people called you. <laughs> It so is great. Spe- speaking of T-1000, I was just looking in my notes. If you were to see this, you'd be like, what movie is this? I wrote, T-1000 arrives, shoots T.I. <laughs> it seems ridiculous. Then runs over Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we do, what I do like is that she saved, I do really like that she saved Sandy, which then gives Sandy an actual, like, I, I, I do owe you one, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to him just, because without that, then the movie would the movie ending we get would be very like, <laughs> oh, you just changed your mind. But like now that his life has been saved, there's a little bit of like, okay, I get that he would feel like, okay, I can't just throw this person in jail. So I, I, from a, a character a story beat, I enjoyed that. But speaking of story beats, 900 miles to Denver and the phony plays with her food at Sandy's house before explaining that. She did not have sex with Sandy, and Sandy <laughs> has second thoughts about turning the phony in. Doesn't matter. She turns herself in anyways. The phony says she's just going to get away anyway, so it's all good, and Sandy gets his office at work. 
Sandy's birthday rolls around, and this time he heads to prison to visit the phony who is doing good in jail and could be hired by Sandy's firm when he's out. Also, her real name is Don Budgie. Uh, Santi, hmm. we, we get the nice, happy little bow on it ending. Uh, and for as silly as this movie is, they actually tie up all the loose ends pretty well. They definitely did. Um, I mean, she's kind of trying to turn things around. She's in prison now. She's taking classes, um, doing better. Uh, she's. It, it almost feels like they're her mentors at that point. Because she's like, hey, this is what I did. She's working with the uh, uh, Don, as we know mm -hmm. now, is working with the wife and studying and everything. Um, but uh, the other thing, too, is I kind of wondered, do you think they told Melissa McCarthy that the name was going to be Don Budgie before she <laughs> act before that scene? Like part of me kind of thinks the way that she reacted, she may have not known <laughs> in that in that moment because that's a that's a hilarious name to be honest. <laughs> yes. Like like it, like the impact of of seeing that a second time like it's funny, but to just see that be like, dang, they got me with that one. <laughs> What's great about it too. Is it so bad, but it's also not unrealistic. Like, it, right, it, right. It, it's not like some like the, her name's not like Vin farts Diesel. or something. Like, it's <laughs> exactly. It's like that's, that's kind farts. of a real name. <laughs> What's that's how name? they tied it. First Don name and last fart. name farts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just had to remind you this is a silly movie. It's like ah, oh, cute moment, Don Budgie, and then that's but, how you how you close it. But for as like for as much stuff in this movie that makes you go, okay, I guess we're just gonna let that slide. They could have said like they let her off or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they actually had her go to jail. I thought was nice. But Andy, I want you to talk through again. I want you to put yourself uh, if this was you. How would things go at your house if you traveled <laughs> nine hundred miles with some lady and she spent a good five minutes explaining to <laughs> you? <laughs> you guys never hooked up that was hilarious i guarantee amanda, amanda peed had to be cracking up in that scene that's so funny what did she say like the bermuda triangle right here oh <laughs> yeah she said she said so, some people get lost in here and she's like physically emotionally that's what got me <laughs> that was so fun the other thing that really had me laugh was before that such a small thing she's sleeping in the car with her eyes open do you remember that part She's like sleeping in the car. Her eyes are yeah. open, and then <laughs> Bateman just closes her eyes for her. I'm like, this is so funny. Um, but yeah, I don't agree with you guys that it was tied up in a bow. What happened to bow? What happened to Ti? What happened to the ermine trout in jail? Like they got arrested. Just, he just stays in jail, and then yeah, <laughs> that's how prison works. <laughs> and Ti and the girl, they just go to jail. Yeah, he one thousand. He just goes to jail. We don't actually see him go to jail, though, do we? Everyone goes to jail except for Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason okay. Bateman puts everyone in jail um, and he goes back to making nothing in the financial industry. Uh, I do like how she does do one last throat punch, though. <laughs> like throat punch right. one of the. Uh, um, oh, the guards. Security yeah. guards. Yeah, security guards. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I guess if we were going to say it's tied up, maybe not tied up in a boat, but think of like takeout where you get a plastic bag. And not all of the containers are perfect, <laughs> but you tie it up. And so you have to strategically place it in your car. Otherwise, Wait, you where's my rice? Yeah. Otherwise, you know it's tipping over. So I right. think it's like, it's good enough. It's, it's, it, you, you don't have to go back to it. It's a one and done at that point. That's so funny. That's so perfect. Yeah. They might have missed a couple things. Wait, yeah. I forgot my rice. 
That's you know what, and because of the way it's it's tied, and because of how bad the food is, you're like, I'm not gonna check. Like when you get it, you know, you you it's take fine. out the drive through. Like you want to check, make sure everything's in there. Whatever, I just got to get out of here because I hate myself for ordering this. <laughs> That's how this movie's tied up at the end. Yeah, okay, oh, that I agree with. Yeah, you can carefully set it down; it'll open yeah. up again. But yeah, it wasn't. Uh, That's so, so funny. Um, yeah, I thought that uh, it, this will kind of wrap things up. Uh, Santi, you get the last word as always as the guest. We always get the guest get the last word. Uh, I guess final thoughts on this it was it was not a great movie, but like if you're looking for something to just turn your brain off and have stupid stuff happen, I I, I wasn't bored while I watched it. I didn't hate myself yeah. while I watched it. It was it was fine. Uh, it wasn't my favorite movie. I'll probably never watch it again. But. <laughs> But I, I don't know. It, it killed a good hour and a half of my life. What about you, Andy? <laughs> well, first, I love Jason Bateman. I love Melissa McCarthy. So having them two go back and forth was great. There's a lot of like good, funny parts in this movie. I just felt like when you really thought of it as a movie, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just okay for me. But like you said, yeah, easy to watch. Like you could probably watch something else while this is on. <laughs> have another TV on. <laughs> you can, can have watch this podcast game. on while you're <laughs> yeah. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> in a minimized screen. Yeah. So uh, you know, easy to watch. And uh what was it, an hour and twenty? Or no, it was uh it was short. I think it was yeah. hundred well, I think it was hundred and twenty minutes, so I guess it was about two hours, but not it didn't go too too long. Yeah, it was broken up in a way that made it feel like it, it went by fairly quickly. And the supporting it, it, characters were awesome. Like, I love that. Like, I love, like you said, like road trip movies. Mm-hmm. You want to see, like, what they see along the way. And they did a really good job of, you know, meeting all these characters that were all, like, pretty recognizable actors, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. But, Santi, what are your final thoughts on Identity Thief? 2013's think- biggest hit. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I mean, it's entertaining. Uh, like such as Andy said, you could have it going on. Watch, I mean, do something else or watch something else while you have it rolling in the background. But I mean, if you're into Jason Bateman or Melissa McCarthy, it, I don't think you're gonna hate that you watched it. You'll be like, okay, it's done. Uh, but uh, I mean, it's definitely entertaining. I'd say I would tell somebody to watch it just for the big Chuck, like whole scenario, like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. That was that was perfect from the the introduction of big chuck to when they move to that other table and he's like uh oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll be back and then he goes and then he literally turns right around and is like oh i'm back or whatever it is it was just just so silly but uh the, the overall plot it was okay but i mean there were some good laughs if you're into physical humor uh unnecessary car chases things like that i'd, I'd check it out or recommend it to somebody else but maybe like on the back backpack back catalog like yeah, we've gone through everything else. <laughs> ba- yeah. Bateman is the king of like that sarcastic, just like mm-hmm. comebacks, though. It's so funny. Like, he's just so fast that people don't like catch it. I do one scene I forgot to talk about is him and the guy at the hotel, which is I think Melissa McCarthy's husband in real life. Yeah, uh, yes, they're their yeah. back and forth is so funny. It's just I could have watched that for a while. <laughs> he's like, Oh, yes. I need to go get this approved. It's probably gonna take a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, again it was like classic road trip movie tropes uh but it was good i mean again not not the best movie you're gonna watch in your life but uh it almost got a 20 if you i was <laughs> put it this way if you're if you're on vacation and you're at the hotel and you're getting ready and you just leave a channel on and it happens to be identity thief you could do worse yeah. it 
if it's on a channel, Jack, you get one guess. I want you to think of the channel I'm thinking of. What channel is it on? USA. Uh, that's actually a better answer. I was going to say TBS. Uh, TBS, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I could see that. I could see either one. Definitely. Yeah. I think USA is better, though, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that does it for the movie. Before we go, though, I, I, Santi, I always like to test Andy. There's this whole famous game, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Can we tie in a character from this movie that has been in a movie with Kevin Bacon within six moves? Yeah, this one was a little harder than I expected, but I went the I went a weird route. I went with uh, T-1000, whose name is Robert Patrick. Mm-hmm. He's in a movie uh, back in the day called Copland, which has had yeah. like Stallone in it. Robert yeah. De Niro was in it. Robert De Niro was in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. Bam. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> wow. I wonder if you could do it with Melissa McCarthy. Probably. It was, yeah, it was hard. I was trying to do her. I couldn't, because I tried to do him without looking at anything. So I'm sure it could happen. I just. I feel like Jason really Bateman has to have a connection there. You would think, right? Yeah. I couldn't, because he's been around. But uh, Kevin yeah, Bacon I... was not in Teen Wolf 2, which Bateman was the wolf in oh. Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> oh, I feel what? like didn't uh, there's got to be a Jason Bateman Brad Pitt movie somewhere. I'd see that. There's Jason Bateman with Jennifer Aniston. And Jennifer Aniston married Brad Pitt. Yeah, but she's in, <laughs> but she's in a movie with him at some point too, right? I don't know. Angelina Jolie's in a couple movies with Pitt. I don't think Aniston is though. Huh. I think Pitt was with Aniston when she was still like, you know, pretty much just doing friends maybe. I don't know. Well, if you're well, if you're listening on the sh- on the if you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment if you can connect either Jason Bateman or Melissa McCarthy to uh, <laughs> to Kim Bacon. I was about to say two sleepers, <laughs> <laughs> two Brad Pitt. Uh, so uh, that does it for us, uh, and that does it for 2013. The next show will be moving to 2014 to chat about Ex Machina. Then we're going to go to 2015 for Southpaw. And then we're going to do 2016's Nice Guys. Uh, but that does Ooh. it for us. Uh, I'm, I'm Jack Farmer. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Andy Rossi, where can the world find you and everything you're working on? You can find me at Don Budgie. No, you can find me <laughs> at just Andy Rossi. <laughs> you actually had me there. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was it's so seamless. Don uh, Vasanti, where can the world and everyone who's listening, where they can, where can they keep up with you and uh, what you're working on? Really, just uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I'm uh, underscore revived. So play on my last name, it's Dean Rivera, revived. But uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me. I like doing goofy antics, positive things, all sorts of stuff. So check me out. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on. We'll have to do it again sometime. That does it for us, and we'll see all of you next year.